Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, but hospital grade clean. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. Deborah J. Saunders is the White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review Journal and joins us. Hello, Deborah. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? Good. We're just talking about uh, Nancy saying uh, impeachment's uh, not a good idea and the various people are reacting and all. We're trying to figure out also earlier what percentage of it was cold, hard political calculation and what part of it was being a good American, realizing we shouldn't just impeach, you know, willy nilly. <laughs> all of it was po- cold political calculation. Yeah, that's what that's Joe said. That's what Joe said. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Did that land with a with a with with a, with a with a bang in in the D.C. world last night or or not? People were talking about why did she do this, which sort of surprises me because it seems pretty clear. For one thing, there's no way that the Senate is going to convict Donald Trump if he's impeached. Based on anything we know now. right? That's right. That's right. Exactly. So, and we've seen this movie before with Bill Clinton, and we know what it did. It, It was not the most helpful thing for the Republicans. They had to walk around with it for a long time. So Nancy Pelosi sees the writing on the wall. She knows that she's got some people who really want impeachment, and she's not going to do too much to rein them in, but she's given cover for moderates, and she's told them, yeah, you know, not a good idea. And everyone knows it. Every Democrat knows that that going after Donald Trump to impeach him is a mistake. They may be doing overplaying the investigation card. I think they are. So I think it was a really savvy thing for her to say. 
she's a smart look at she she didn't get where she is and stay where she is by being an airhead she's a, a very smart uh, political operator right right yeah I, I suppose we could talk about the whole um uh, over investigating thing and if they found out if trump passed passed some bad checks in 1991 uh, you know, how America would react to I don't that. think it's going to be that, but it's going to be the over-inflating the value of his properties to borrow and, un, you know, then lying about, the, misleading, uh, uh, making statements that aren't accurate about the value for taxes. You know, that sort of thing. I could, yeah, or I could definitely see him getting some oddly inflated rents from Russian oligarchs in the 90s, mm. that sort of thing. But how does America care? I don't know. Well, he, he was a New York real estate developer. He has problems in his past. I don't think there's any question. I think people had a good idea about that in, during the 2016 elections. I don't. So I think you have to find something new that people didn't know that has a material effect on how he governs or how he got there. Right. And that just hasn't happened. So we can touch on the budget really quickly. It's a, a political document, right? It's an expression of our priorities, uh, the, the budget the White House just put out. Yes, it is. I mean, it's. I don't even know why they work so hard on it. I don't know why either. I think every year when every president puts these out, it gets way too much attention in the in the Beltway crowd. But why is that, Deborah? I, I mean, I, I I recently asked someone about that who was in a position to to know, and it was an off the record session. But I mean, it just. So let me just say, it's something I I keep trying to figure out, and I, I guess I guess their donors like it. Is that's not an answer I got. That's my what I surmise from an answer that I got off the record. Fair enough. So sort of like yeah. me announcing once a year, you know, if I can do anything I want, I would eat all uh, all vegetables and fruits, and I would run thirty miles a week. And I get a gym membership, and I'd start going to church. Very admirable, bully, bully. <laughs> Pretty fantastic. You're those, are, great guy. those are good goals. And then I, then nothing ever happens. Super. <laughs> well, okay, fair enough. So it's it's like a campaign speech, in effect, the issuing of the budget. This these are our priorities. But they're not even pretending that they care about the deficit anymore. No. I mean, they're going to, you know, no. the, the Trump campaign, they get rid of it in eight years, first two budgets, ten years, now it's fifteen. So even the charade is wearing thin. What what amount of time there in the White House do they spend dealing with the impeachment, investigations, all that sort of sort of stuff versus trying to accomplish some of the things you want to accomplish as president? Well, you know, I think that the the question here is how much does Trump spend thinking about it? Right. Because there there's a whole room full of lawyers who are supposed to handle that. And one would like to think that with that happening that uh the OMB people can just deal with the budget and you know, all the other departments can work that way. But we, what we have is a president who just can't let it go. And that's the problem. He'd be it's better off if he watched less TV because the cable news channels, you know, are not a reflection of what's actually going on in the world. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> tell that to Donald Trump. <laughs> huh. well, try. You've got better access <laughs> <Yeah>. than us. <laughs> Uh, Deborah J. Saunders, White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review-Journal on the line. You, you mentioned in uh, your little notes that uh, there's a briefing held, or there's going to be? What happened? There was a briefing yesterday. Wow. It was the first since January 28th. It's pretty exciting. Um, I mean, there, as you know, there used to be a daily briefing. Then it sort of whittled down during the, the midterms, and uh, the government shut down, and basically we get them, I don't know, once every month or two. So uh, it's, I, I got a question in. Yes. Uh, but what was your question? 
I'll pretend to be uh, uh, Sarah Sanders and answer it. You can say, I can't hear you because I have laryngitis and it was worse yesterday. She said, speak up. Well, I asked her why they put funding for uh, to relicense Yucca Mountain in, in the skinny budget. or the, They don't call it a skinny budget this year, but why they put it in and what the thinking was. That's the uh, nuclear storage facility in, in Nevada. In Nevada. That's right. I'm sorry. Thank you for explaining that. And that's a big, that's a big question for the readers of my paper. Ah. Uh, because in, in here, I mean, so a lot of people think of this as a very parochial issue. Um, and that, uh, but what bothers me about this issue is that Donald Trump has never really gone on the record and said what he really thinks. During the campaign in 2016, he said, uh, I'll, I'll let you know. I'm going to really look into it and I'll let you know. Never did. Then we see it in his budget, right? And then he was campaigning in Elko, Nevada for Senator Dean Heller, who did not win re-election the Republican. And he said, you know, I'm rethinking this whole Yucca Mountain thing, and now it's back in the budget. So to me, it's, it's not just an issue about Yucca Mountain. It's also an issue about the Trump White House and what it's thinking. Mm, interesting. Any thoughts on the uh, Tucker Carlson mess? We're going to be talking about that a little bit later on. Well, so Tucker Carlson is somebody Donald Trump loves to watch on cable TV. And Tucker has irritated not just the left, but he's also irritated a lot of sort of the, the people who think they're the big thinkers on the right, the, the, the never-Trumpers. And so you've got two different groups who are really just ready to pounce on him, and they want, they want him to go. But I don't, you know, i got to tell you. He's I, the third I, most watched show on all of cable news, so he's probably bringing in some revenue. And, and, you know, some of the stuff he said 10 years ago I find offensive. Sure. But, you know, but you know what else I find offensive? Trolling through somebody's record for what they said 10 years ago. And it, it didn't make a big stink 10 years ago when he said it. And he right? worked for MSNBC at the time. Exactly. Which is so extra when, delicious. That's right. So then it was okay. But now they're going to go after it. I mean, it just looks, that's the kind of opportunism that I think leaves a lot of people cold. Well, and, and I tell you what, my favorite analysis, and I wish I could remember who said this because I like to give people credit, but the idea that, well, it doesn't matter that it was 10, 12 years ago. Well, if that were the case, then if they caught the governor of Virginia in blackface today, he would still be the governor tomorrow. Because 10 years ago matters, or 20 years ago matters the same as right now. No, it doesn't. It just doesn't. So There, there is no statute of limitation on words. That's what, they're, that's, what, that's, what, that's what these folks are saying. And we just know, we just know that they're, it's just so devoid of any principle that they don't really mean it. And it, you're absolutely right. If you look at Virginia, if you look at the governor, and you look at the attorney general, and all of this stuff, you can just see that, that women... And blackface and certain kinds of words are just issues that they use to throw at you, and they don't really mean it. Deborah J. They're Saunders, not, really not outraged. White House correspondent, Las Vegas Review Journal. Thanks, Deborah. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hot filled with gray cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. 
Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. 